Forever 20 is a podcast for adults containing themes of violence, sexuality, mental illness, and above all else, some pretty strong language. Specific content warnings for each episode are broken down in the description. What's up, faders? It's your boy, Faded Frank, with the latest and greatest from our favorite game, Utopia. I can't wait to show you guys some of the latest and sickest streams, so let's dive in. So obviously, anyone who knows anything about Utopia knows that every level is different and new quests are being discovered every day. You can check my forum at FadedFranksQuestRank.com to check how rare your quests are as you embark on your adventures. But today, a player named Sir Noobsworth and his party, the Rogers, have found a new quest in the game's fifth level, Valley of Kings. During their stream, the players found a desiccated carcass of an adult blue dragon in the Taktafi Desert. The remains had been uncovered by a recent sandstorm, and after battling a horde of giant scorpions and their demon wrangler, Safano, the players gained access to the quest, Secrets of the Sapphire. A bunch of players have been on the hunt for these remains, and so far, no one has reached the resolution of this quest. I'm so psyched to see how it plays out. Next up, we have another new quest discovered by the lone wolf player, Wavaria. As most of my viewers know, she is one of my all-time favorites. After contracting her curse of lycanthropy, she primarily spends her time streaming in the game's 16th level, Obsidia. This is where we find another brand new quest called Music of the Night. Apparently, a mysterious new entity has been haunting the cemetery. Various grieving NPCs and players alike are being convinced their departed loved ones are speaking with them and convincing them to join them beyond the grave. God yikes. Talk about macabre, but that's Obsidia for ya. Another reminder, remind those quest warnings fears. They're no joke, especially at higher levels. Another character called T, parentheses, it's for brains, <laughs> nice. In their party, the Golden Gaze came across the rare quest fossilized in the game's ninth level, Dark Age. Once again, another player fell prey to the petrifying gaze of the wild mage, Favona. Always remember, faders, don't cheap out on your clerics. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, that's right, for those of you who missed his live stream, I have the highlights from Star Searcher's most recent quest in Utopia's very first level, the Kingdom of Solace. Once again, complete massacre as Star Searcher decimated the corrupted forest guardian, Gimnoth of the Dawnwood, saving the watchers of the Hunter's Glade. I mean, the poison alone is enough to cripple any player, but I guess with the gauntlets of flaming fury, any plant creature is at Star Searcher's mercy. But that's all the time we've got for today, faders. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe for more faded fun. Stay faded, my guys and gals. everybody and welcome to our next episode of forever 20 my name is Cameron easley i'll be your dm or the disaster master for this evening and with me is the thrilling threesome we have accumulated oh, here interesting <laughs> sounds hot that's not kind of hot <laughs> well now that i think about it maybe slightly illegal but <laughs> for well threesome precludes yourself Oh, with that. Oh, yeah, that's a good mm -hmm. point. Never mind. We can erase that part. Uh, <laughs> how's everyone else doing? <laughs> Hello, I am 
Kyle Hudick. I am the voice of Harvey Watterson and Count Dante. Um, full transparency this week, I did take some time to write up a couple of inconvenient truths. Just, it's just helpful. a handful. It's yeah, helpful. you know, I mean, I hope that with time and cohesion, I'll be able to shoot from the hip on these, but I... I needed a little prep work to, to do. Um, and so my inconvenient truth for Harvey this week is that Harvey wears glasses, but with the, what's the right word to call it? Eugenics sounds so wrong. The access chip? <laughs> sure. Or the... Is that, is that how it is solved? Is the just corrective, the, the optical corrective software? Sure. Through uh, uh, engineering of what otherwise would be genetic issues that would lead someone of our Earth One's uh, issues of vision problems. (laughs) Harvey doesn't have any sight issues. His main use for the glasses that he wears are to serve as a, uh, essentially a data gathering tool on the world around him. Data gather? He sounds like a poser to me more than anything. What are you using his, how is he gathering data with his glasses? Please. Well, the disaster master agreed that I was allowed to have this borderline wondrous item. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I just borderline wondrous. I love it. I do love the idea, though. I, I don't know. Help me out here, boss. What, what are we calling Is it like, this? are you kind of like well, recording things uh, like on your glasses, the things I, I that you are seeing? Perhaps it makes me a through? bit more perceptive or... It kind of like, I remember we talked about, it allows you to have this external software to project the functionality of your access chip onto so that you can consciously like potentially record things or just potentially like access certain data points allowed to you by the access chip. But we also kind of equated it to that one episode of Black Mirror. Like, what is it? Like the Willow or something like that, where they, everybody has those implants and they like record like their entire life and they just like go back on all those memories and all the recordings and like overanalyze is that what we agreed on it was akin to that not exactly like that doesn't sound like what i wanted um i thought thought it was gonna be not what you always want but it's what you get yeah i mean i guess that makes sense especially for harvey i i i thought it was something something more like my my hackers tools oh yeah see into the mainframe hacker man. yeah so you can so the world essentially because it's not like you are recording everything well that's a conscious thing that you could do but it is an extension also of your thieves tools and your hackers tools of like analyzing faults in code or like looking at the technological circuitry of certain buildings and certain uh places that you might want to get access to like the hospital so it's like a rogue multi-tool that i will use for whatever i want and the disaster master will tell me whether or not i'm actually allowed to do that (laughs) and that is my inconvenient truth for this week it's inconvenient because you have to explain it it into the context of the rules i see right well i guess i'll go next hey it's cody dennis here uh your favorite hal gore and mr hyde of the crew my inconvenient fact i actually am shooting a little bit more from the hip today i realized 20 minutes from you know this point i hadn't had my fact together yet but i feel like i'm starting to understand how hal operates a little bit more and just his mentality about things and maybe some of the things that aren't quite as pleasant about him one being that he is a major one-upper <laughs> no it's it's well, to his like credit he thinks that's just how conversations are meant to go you know you're just You know, if someone says something, you just offer something a little better than what they just said. And that keeps the conversation going. So, but everyone in the office, everyone in the lab, he's the biggest asshole. They call him one of pal. (laughs) Just call yourself the Dwight Schrute of (laughs) your office space. (laughs) 
Yeah. Maybe we'll be hearing a little bit more of that as we go forward. Okay. Maybe more of an Oscar Martinez. Actually, there's... <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jacob Easley. I'm playing uh, Troy Donalds and Senep. The inconvenient truth this week about Troy is that he's got a bad sweet tooth. Um, <laughs> he cannot stay away from cookies cake really anything that you can think of i don't know if subway cookies are still around yeah. uh in this era Ooh, did subway make it did it's they make it that far in the future I, no. no no they did not no. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> point blank no um the yeah they'd be like pe- like basically flavored pixie sticks probably at that point mm. to get your sugar high so <laughs> what troy discovered uh was oh. a subway cookie recipe yes uh that was passed down through a very secret line of messengers <laughs> and <laughs> scribes <laughs> sacred, a sacred order um, of the subway and one day he got uh he got the ingredients again and he tried it out and it became his his favorite thing so now every once in a while he'll go out and uh get, gather those ingredients uh and make those cookies for a special occasion um not not a whole lot recently because he's running out of money but <laughs> that is uh we're all feeling it brother it's a uh it's got a hold on him. Him. Yeah. Me and him both. Yeah, definitely the cinnamon roll experience was very... <laughs> yes, the cinnamon rolls, yeah. Very that, profound. That, that recurrent theme. It was, um, what, what do you call it? A trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Did he wake up in the real world and go through a little bit of withdrawal action after that? Then? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Got shakes, splitting headaches. <laughs> very, very irritable. Well, last we left off in our dystopian campaign, we returned to the real world after returning your consciousness is back from your virtual avatars and characters in the first level of dystopium, the Kingdom of Solace, back to Earth in the year of 2639. To some of your chagrin, not in the best state. You realize very quickly that uh, your physical body, while your consciousness is away, still functions as normal. And that goes for certain physiological aspects of natural life. And while you took some time to adapt and adjust your, essentially the physical state that your body would be left in the next time you faded, quote unquote, and uh, yes. We had our first five footer, I believe, is what the popular term would be mm. we didn't really move a whole lot and yeah. uh, <laughs> talked mostly whether it was entertaining or not we we will find out i found it entertaining it's very fun all of you had your own very innovative ways of dealing with the certain trials and tribulations that come with an incapacitated physical body but you returned at a previously designated time that you discovered through an external group chat service provided by the axiom network and the utopia software that you could talk to players that you were in a current party with Um, or that you have added as friends, and after arriving again in the Kingdom of Solace, a little dispute over certain property damages, over cost of (laughs) uh, overnight stays, uh, led to a little bit of a conflict, in the midst of which, uh, while Mr. Hyde and Count Dante were duking it out in the fields outside of the safety limits of the village of Vindola in a combat-capable zone. Senep, you had fired a chaos bolt Mm. at a frog. Yes. Just chilling in the field. 
Yes. That seemed to be Suspicious. direct reflection of, yeah, your instincts were dead on. As mm-hmm. you destroyed it, it dissipated into a dark ash of something a little more, a little more, a little less toad-like, I should say. Uh, with claws, same kind of skin, but bug, dark buggy eyes and little horns. And as this small creature dissipated into the air, you completely obliterating it with lightning and thunder's energy. I believe that was about where we left off, recovering from a bit of a skirmish and deciding what to do, making your way Did we level uh, on up? your next quest. No, you're level two. Okay, I'm just, I'm just confirming. <laughs> level three, not begging for levels. Not, oh my yep. god. We're actually going to go down levels sometimes <laughs> if we keep <laughs> Watch your attitude, Buster. <laughs> Alrighty, so I believe you guys had decided um, this is the last day, midnight tonight. The quest on the quest board at the bell tower in the middle in the middle of the village of Vindola reloads. Essentially, new quests start at the commencement of the weekend, so that people who are off work or people who typically spend their free times on the weekend gaming get started off with fresh new quests. So tonight at midnight is the deadline for both your Scour the Lowlands quest, finding what is intercepting certain trade merchants uh, along the routes that go to the northeast side of the village, and also the Lord's Favor, where in exchange for the most valuable item, the party who turns in the most valuable item, you get a favor. Not quite sure what that is, but at the behest of Lord Shivan, you have decided potentially that these two quests might have some links. It might be a kill two birds with one stone situation. And I believe, were we still continuing a rest or having any further discussion, or were you guys just heading uh, along the road into the lowland plains? Well, I definitely need to have some kind of short rest since <laughs> I got a little messed up. <laughs> from the scuffle that we had. I, I think we... You we, couldn't have pulled the punch a little bit. Hang on. Sorry. You, you, you know, actually, you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. I deserved it. But well, I think that we agreed partly because we came to an amicable end in that situation when mm-hmm. we, I think we were just stupefied at the mystical acts that yep, yep. Senate performed in front of us. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> that was just a real bonding moment for one reason or another. But that you were going to ride on my shoulders to our next destination okay. and that would facilitate your your short rest. Yeah, great. Yep. Do, do you, do you Senna, need a, a rest? No. I was not scuffling. Your, <laughs> oh, um, your your GTG then. Okay, I I am GTG. Okay. Um, well, um, do you mind now that after again, I no hard feelings, right? Like we're we're fine. Oh yeah. Okay. Person, All right. Yeah. Buddy. Which um, cool shot by the way. Again, just want to say, sign up. Um, you know, uh, just feeling a little sleepy. I'm feeling a little weary. Any chance that I can take you up on that offer to, you know, ride on your shoulders? Yeah, climb climb aboard All there, right, thanks. little fella. I really appreciate it. Uh, can I roll for comfort just to see, like, if there's any way? Like, is this going to be a comfortable? Is that, I mean, is that for me to roll or for you? <laughs> I think so. Sure, let's make this a, a sleight of hand check for me, Count Dante. For me? Okay. Yeah. But let's see. What is everybody's passive perceptions i need to write this down 13 Uh, mine is also 13 13 13 11 11 okay please be comfy it's uh seven (laughs) it's there's a very cumbersome armor that you're having to contend with before we set out yeah we didn't get our we didn't pick up the armor that we paid for you did not and it is the next morning they're ready for you oh 
Are we in trouble in that town? Not particularly, no. Okay. Um, then Not at least with the authorities of the town. You haven't done anything yeah, particularly yet. bad. There was the horse theft, but I think oh, yeah. they ended up just running yeah, back I lost away. The yeah, so, so it's not. You know, show me the evidence. Fog of war, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then uh, maybe send up. We got a, a quick errand to run. Do you, you want to hold here or do you want to come with us? We just got to hit that smithy real quick. Oh, yeah, well, I guess I'll just come with you guys. Yeah, I suppose I can wait to take my nap until, you know, we're actually on the road. Mr. Hyde, as you're kind of trying to adjust and arrange yourself around this armor uh, that is very unfamiliar to you, Count Dante and Senep, you notice very, very high in the sky, very fast moving shape, and you just barely catch a brief coloration of red to its feathers. As you get a little bit of a closer look, this looks... It's just one singular bird you recognize. It looks like one of some of the falcons that had seemed to be congregating slightly inside of the town. It's just one of them, but it looks like it circles overhead a little bit and then flies west. Hmm. That, that was a bird. Bird? Yeah. We that, that's an unfamiliar sighting, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like we haven't seen birds, or at least not flying around. You think it's a player? Some sort of in-game guy trying to tell us where to go? Can birds? Can players be birds? Can players be birds? I don't know. I don't know. Should I shoot it? Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. I, could, I could try that chaos bolt <laughs> spell again. We're still, I think we're outside of the... the... You are, and the bird is already, though, it's like 100 feet away at least. It's flying westward. So you might, depending on the range of chaos bolt, you might be able to get one off if you wanted to. What's the long range on my light crossbow? So yeah, up to you. If you want to spend that spell slot, you go for it. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I get like a, can I do an insight? On the, the bird? Yeah. But I do so with disadvantage, though. It's but a shadow at this point. Well, first roll's a two. Actually, this will be disadvantage with insight or a nature check. Just a straight nature check. Up to you. It will right. change well, it was, how what information you get. It was insight. First roll was two plus three, five. Second roll is better than that. Um, but the insight was a disadvantage. So for a five. For your light crossbow, short range is 80. So that's the range you can shoot at just a single roll. Long range is 320. So you can still shoot it, but it would be a disadvantage. So after 80, it's a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. And then after 320, you can't shoot it. But with an insight check, it's kind of hard to make out if this is like a predatory kind of circling pattern, a scouting kind of pattern, if it's just flying around on the wind current. The sun is kind of rising in the sky and you kind of get a glimpse of some sun peeking through the clouds that kind of skews your vision a little bit to anything more. I don't know. Looks like a fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just circling us for no reason. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like a, a rodent or running around or something mm. well if we see it again I'll... and then count dante hooks a passive eye over his shoulder to mr hyde sitting on his back who definitely fell asleep <laughs> okay <laughs> well just completely like he thought he was gonna stay awake and definitely didn't make it <laughs> he's tuckered okay well um we're uh, I, I i don't know i'm not much for for flying uh animals so let's uh, let's just go hit that the forge and then we can get it back on the road because yes. i know we're kind of yes. short on time here indeed indeed those 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 tasks those uh those jobs are well, the job board meant to meant to reset soon mm. How long does my short rest need to be for to be counted as a short rest? An hour. I'll just I'll just tuck him in my explorer's pack with the <laughs> uh, the flap open. So that... yeah, well, up to you because remember you do have your inventory screens, so you can I'll have just put the him physical... in my inventory. You can't. <laughs> 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 what 
meant to say was that you could put equipment in inventory. You can try to put people in the inventory. It doesn't seem to work. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, my hope was that I would just leave the flap open so that it would be yeah. a... You can pull it I out I just don't want to have to worry about him falling off of my back. Yeah. You can, yeah, pull that out and arrange that is, yes. Get that all situated. As you dip back into the town limits of the village of Vindala, it's only been about, I would say, an hour or so total of you guys coming in here. Not an hour of them sleeping. Not an hour of sleeping, no. You guys didn't go too far out of town. You kind of just went past the threshold of the combat restriction. But you end up back into town, and I assume head your way back to the flinched and steel. Straight there, yep. All right. You head back and you arrive. It is pretty busy. It looks like there's a couple people who are trying to get some last minute armaments or weapons made who seem to also be intent on going on a last ditch effort for some of these quests and to try and try and complete them before the time's up. Count Dante's just going to muscle his way through the through the line to the front and then throw a, a hand up to Ilfa and throw like a casual hand up her after shoving my way through. All right. Yep, you do. So she is running around. You see she has a couple other helpers. You see one individual in particular who seems to be towards the back taking exchanges of money. You see a lovely, beautiful uh, tabaxi woman with very bright orange fur, slight, not completely covering uh, black tiger stripes, but just a hint of it. You kind of get the essence of what kind of lineage of tabaxi that might be. And she has a very prominent white coloration to her face as she is talking to some people, notices you gesturing over to Ilfa and steps away to bring away the person who is talking to her. You see Ilfa go, right, thank you, dear. Uh, Dante, was it? Yep, that's me. Okay, um, sorry, it's been a bit busy. And your sleeping friend had an order as well, as she points up to. Right, yep. (laughs) Drooped ears over (laughs) (laughs) Gesture to the ear over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Right, well, I have your orders ready. Good. Um, yes, I believe. Uh, hold on, it'll take me a bit, one moment. All right, you see her disappear behind what looks like a large leather curtain in the back. Uh, You hear some tussling, and she pulls out carrying... Almost a little bit unsettling. It's like she's carrying a body, how she carries this armor, but there's nothing in it. As she starts carrying almost all the pieces that are kind of loosely buckled together. And she splays them out on a workbench. And as you come around the corner, there's a primary kind of like service desk area almost in the front. That she has you kind of scoot around to more of the uh, inner more workings of the forge. And as she gestures you around, you see beautifully inlaid with her signature along the seams. Not like a flowing signature but you can tell like a series of small discrete like symbols and designs around the edges of this lovely set of plate armor that you have acquired you see she flips over in the back and you see the slats in the back that have other layered pieces of metal on it to be adjustable for wings excellent excellent you acquired plate armor with wing holes hopefully that doesn't impact the uh, protective capabilities of it does not. There is a bit of a thing with plate armor, though. So you see, it can be a bit heavy. It can be a bit cumbersome. Uh, not that I'm saying I don't think you can handle it, but uh, I'm wondering, since you were so generous with your offer before, that 
If you could do me a bit of a favor, be a little bit more verbose about where you got this certain armor, I have uh, instilled an additional benefit for you for this particular set. I was running low on sun materials, and this one, while a bit limited, is not... It's a little bit out of some certain people's price range, and while you give me a certainly a decent price, I believe in reference to the natural 20 that you rolled, yes. she holds up an ingot that matches the, the finish and the coloration of the current armor that you have. This is a little thing called mithril. Oh, what does that do? I assume if you're flying around also, not again to uh, discount the strength of wings or your capabilities, but it should help lighten the load. Okay. Essentially, a set of plate mithril armor, you do not have the disadvantage imposed upon your stealth checks. Ooh. Same AC bone? Yes. Wow. That's nice. Worth every credit. What was it? Unity. And I believe we're still set for a time, at your discretion, of course, for our little meeting. And she looks over at the tabaxi woman and then looks back at you. Uh, <laughs> the Count hooks up a, a timid <laughs> but trying to be confident thumbs up gesture towards the both of them and says, <clears throat> let's, um, let's say <laughs> Sunday night. Sunday, all right. Uh, well, uh, more specific details we can save for later. You can have a letter dropped off. And we'll be awaiting. Um, for the rabbit, she kind of does a little... Hey, you are... You oh, are don't, don't stir him. Don't stir him. He's, he's, he's very, mm-hmm. very tired. Yep. But I, I'll, um, I'll relay anything that you needed to... Yeah, you to do convey. look a bit banged up. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, yeah, uh... He's still just wildly asleep. Sure. Okay. Uh, I believe, and after discussing what kind of armor you needed, did you settle on? Because I believe initially it was plate armor, but we found out you did not have the prerequisite strength score. So up to you if you wanted to take the penalties of having the plate armor no, for movement and encumbrance. I, or... Yeah, I wanted to do... I want to do chain or something like that, I believe. Okay. Well, wasn't chain... That was what I was hoping for. I started the chain chain mail, so didn't you? And the chain mail was still too heavy. Gotcha, gotcha. This would be, yeah, chainmail. Yeah, chainmail is too heavy. What's your strength? Strength is 14. Oh, I'm sorry. No, chainmail is then. Uh, you can have chainmail. What was it that I couldn't have? Plate. Oh. Okay. You need a strength of 15 for that one. Okay, then. I suppose all is well. Yes, chainmail. Okay, great. Then your AC would be 16. And because you also, if I remember correctly, got a natural 20 on your check, I was pretty sure. I know I got some deal cut out, too. Well, he got half off because he's half size. That's right. I'll have to look back at it at the meantime. But yours, it is. There, she runs back behind the leather curtain, comes back out. Now, there is room for improvement on this one if you'd like for... Originally, it was made for a dwarf, but I brought it in to try and fit his musculature, what I could see based on the short interaction that we had. But I think this will do. And she slides over another beautifully conformed set of chainmail. The link's immaculately sized and put together in a form that once you put it on, it'll be very confident, will not like catch on itself or will not impede mobility. It is lovely work. Uh, I think, I feel like Mr. Hyde would probably snap to a little bit more with this. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. oh, oh, wow. I forgot that I was running the show. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all right. Go back I, to sleep. Well, I mean, if I need to be awake right now, it, this seems kind of important. I don't want you to blow your rest. Get, get <laughs> no, in there. Get uh, in there. Oh, oh, okay. No. <laughs> well, if you need to acquire this in the inventory, the uh, transactions have already been made. So, And she uh, kind of hands it up to uh, your general direction. <laughs> I'll just like 
very feebly yeah. offer up a little pod. What do I need to do to accept it? Do I just have to tap it? Uh, yep. And if you, it's a bonus action to open your inventory. Okay. Just um, very sleepily how, mm-hmm. not uh, not how, sorry. Mr. Yes. Hyde <laughs> opens up his inventory and just, you know, very cumbersomely tries to select a, the correct slot to put it in. So I can't. Yes. I, how do I, what do I do? He's it's so- not going. <laughs> Someone help. Eventually, you focus the intent, and it just starts to, like, pixelate, and you see it appear in uh, your focal screen at the end. God, that was hard. <laughs> it's hard to do these things on limited sleep. I'm I just okay. Is there anything else you need from me right now? Because I'd really just like to keep sleeping. No, uh, you're all right on my end here. Uh, that's all from you. I do need to get back. I got a lot of customers here, but just uh, keep me in mind, and certainly, uh, if you can, send a couple more customers my way. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, Flint and Steel, you got it. We'll, we'll do a little advertising for you, no problem. Uh, thank you, Yeah, dear. if it holds up. Always appreciate it. Well, and you, you sure you don't need anything, uh, uh, young sir over there? Nope. All right. Not a thing. I cannot wield armor, therefore I shan't. Well... Off you go, then. Appreciate you stopping by. If the need ever arises, if that ever changes, keep me in mind. All right. Uh, and you see someone trying to push through. You see, like, um, excuse me, excuse me. And you see squeezing your way through a little fairy. Um, I had a custom build as well. Oh, yes, right away. I'll be right back. And you see her as you're starting to walk away. See her bring out, like, a small, like, art mannequin. Like, kind of those figures that they have with a suit of very small finely crafted armor on it that she brings over oh it's just lovely yes yes and i've fixed it and probably didn't have to rule natural 20 on her charisma to get that (laughs) fucking (laughs) you don't know how much you paid (laughs) all right let's 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 hit it boys we gotta go we gotta go plenty of time up to your guys' discretion, but plenty of time would sufficiently pass for you to get your short rest, uh, Mr. Hyde. So any uh, features and traits that you have that come back on a short rest, all of your our hit dice, however many you want to expend to get hit points back that you might have lost. Keep track of which ones you have used and believe you all start making your way to the Lowland Plains, yes? yes. How, does a short, how does that work again? I'm sorry. I, one of these days. Yeah. So a short rest. Yes. So short rest, there are certain features and traits that will recharge on a short rest basically if you have any of those those would come back also during a short rest you can expend hit dice your hit dice you should have 2d is it 10 for paladins yes so you should have 2d10s as your hit dice it's up to you how many of those you want to spend either just one of them or both of them but however many if you roll one to get hit points back you add your constitution modifier every time you roll one so you can roll one let's say you roll a nine add your constitution modifier and that's how many hit points you get back during that short rest all right Uh, i'll start with one okay yeah and you can yeah you can choose to roll them one by one and decide if you need to keep using any okay we're gonna use both as as an asmr i have a uh racial ability called healing hands which i can do once per long rest yes and i i Place a, a healing hand on your little rabbit head and kind of tussle <laughs> your rabbit hair, and you get HP back equivalent to my level. So you get another two hit points. <laughs> okay, I think with that, I won't expend the other hit. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's. Uh, Man, naps will do you wonders. Am I right? Like, uh, nothing like a good old snooze to just regenerate everything. You've got that glow about you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I was a little skeptical of how your shoulders would be, but uh, nice set of shoulders you got there. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd give it a, a solid seven out of ten. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't want to argue about it, so let's just go with uh, a seven. 
As you start following the road out of Vindola in the northeastern direction, you see there's a couple other individuals, a couple other groups that are also kind of going in the same direction. Some hanging back a little bit, seems making preparations. Some who are just racing ahead, just running into the into the grasslands. But everybody seems to kind of be going off in different directions. Nobody seems to really have quite a bearing yet. And it all seems a little bit scattershot as you start making your way out into the open land. All right, what about that that egg you got? Well, well um, <clears throat> uh, uh, egg? Yeah, 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 the egg. Um, yeah, we could ask and see. Uh, we I, I, could. I mean, I, I mean, all I know about it is I just ask it a question, and it gives me what it thinks is the right thing to do. So if you've got a question in mind, I could try asking the egg. I don't even remember what the point of this quest is, other than we're scouring the lowlands. Um, well, maybe we can see if I can ask if there's any cool, what direction we need to go in to encounter a cool object, uh, you know, since we got to turn that in for the king. Maybe expensive object. Expensive? Mm. Is, this mm. a, is, expensive. It, is it uniqueness or, or price tag? I thought it was by uniqueness. Uh, por, por que no los dos? <laughs> what are you speaking? So essentially, your egg and I'll... <laughs> essentially, and I'll reiterate, it kind of works. I think I said augury before, but it's kind of now that I've looked at it a bit more, works more like a globe of direction in the sense that it attunes to the current objective of your quest and kind of guides you in a direction that would be the most efficient and most expedient way of completing that objective, reaching it almost like... So is it like a compass? Or yeah. like, will it like show me like the direction we need to move in? Yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Give it a little mm -hmm. shake there, see what we got. Show us the way. Um, magic egg... In my hand, show us where we need to land. <laughs> Do you have to rhyme? I, I, don't, I just word? felt kind of, you know, it, it's kind of boring to just ask it a question otherwise. So <laughs> I just uh, Yeah, it sounded good to me. Thanks. <laughs> it sounded official. Uh, yes. Do you try to keep it hidden with yourself or do you kind of yeah, have it with hey, the group? I, we should probably try to do this in a bush. I'm, a, I'm pretty good at hiding in bushes with this. I've done it before. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to go find a bush. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, you, <laughs> Good luck, you, little buddy. Yeah. yeah, keep a lookout for me. Like, just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, but I'll... be conspicuous about it, or inconspicuous. Uh, uh, inconspicuous. Uh, that's it. Unconspicuous. <laughs> you hold the egg in your hand, and familiar concentric rings kind of just turn in different directions. As you feel your intention reach out to this item, you see the rings kind of start to align and you feel a kind of warm sensation on one side of the egg in a particular direction. Hmm. Well, it feels nice on this side of the egg, so I think that's uh, where we need to go. All right. Okie yeah. dokie. It looks like it's diverting. You touch it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well. I mean, it's your deal. Fine. It looks like. See if I ever let you touch it again. <laughs> Whatever. You just lead us. We'll follow. All right. It looks like it's diverting your attention to the road uh, itself. And oh, to follow well, along there I mean, now. It, guess we could have just followed the road. Oh. That's, uh, it's, I, we're on the right road. It makes me feel better already. Doesn't seem particularly helpful. Uh, you know what? I, I would appreciate you just keep the commentary to yourself. Yes, Senep. Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have a problem with nope. the egg? Nope. 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 All right. And onwards. 
you guys travel for about an hour and you're noticing that some people kind of are wandering a little bit lost. Some are kind of sticking to the road. You see one group is kind of following another group before they kind of disappear as it seems like they start to kind of get into a heated conversation. You see one person that's kind of veering off on their own. They start veering, it seems, in a different direction completely. They turn back towards the village across the plains themselves. As you continue, you find, you come across a wagon, single horse-drawn wagon with a canvas covering over top and a lone gentleman uh, sitting atop the front of the wagon holding the reins of the horse. You see there are three other people talking to this individual already. As you kind of get a bit, little bit closer, you hear, so is anything you could tell us, like anything weird that's been going on? Like have you heard anything about what's getting stolen? And you just see the man go, uh, no, I just, I've been traveling these roads for the last 32 years and I've had no problems or troubles, sound horses going, you know, just trade them in out with local reliable stables oh come on dude you see one of the shorter guys come on dude you gotta give us something man this has been going on for at least a week yeah i'm sorry i just don't know and you feel hide uh the warmth on the egg is diverting a little bit to the right uh away from this uh and a little bit off of the road well in my opinion it's best to just you know mind your own business right we don't, this, I, I don't think we need to encounter these people. Let them just stash out what they want to do. Um, we got, we've got our own problems to deal with. Well, I could just, you know, quick, quick shot at them for fun. You just want to, you just want to rough them up? Just a, like a little, little finger blast. Pow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop you necessarily. But... I won't help you either. So <laughs> if you want to have at it. How many people are... You can see three. Three players? It looks like it, yeah. And then the one gentleman uh, sitting atop the cart with the horse. So three players, the gentleman on the cart being Mm -hmm. one of them? No. Though there's three, and then there's him. Yes. And the three are ruffling... They just seem to be questioning him. There's one, as you get a little bit closer, uh, one looks like a taller uh, elven woman, Mm -hmm. uh, another short dwarven uh, gentleman, and then a halfling woman who's kind of like perched up you see she's got half of her head shaved red hair flopped over to one side you see she's got wraps around her hands okay. uh, she's just kind of looking annoyed by the whole thing and just scanning the road she kind of lingers on you guys for a moment and then shifts her gaze up to back to the wagon mm. i don't like the way that halfling was looking at me <laughs> and said it fires chaos bolt <laughs> without even warning <laughs> <laughs> and make is it an attack roll or is uh, it yes a ranged spell attack oh my god oh um natural 20 oh, oh, god. oh my god <laughs> roll your damage um okay so 2d8 plus 1d6 yeah don't Sounds is hungry on power right now ridiculous <laughs> Oh, I got a one and a two. <laughs> and then the D6, a three. Okay, so. Six double to 12. Okay, yes, 12. And I choose one of the D8s. I will choose. Kind of damage. We'll choose acid damage. Good God. <laughs> yeah. You look over. That could have been so much better. That's fine. Twelve points of acid damage. You fire a little finger gun, uh, a bout of acid, and as you do, the halfling kind of 
trains in on you. Eyes go wide, but she is not fast enough as she tries to sidestep and is hit square in the chest and just starts screaming. She has no armor on, just sizzling <laughs> flesh Ooh. is disintegrating God. as you see clothing start to rip and fall off her body. You see the girl go, oh my God, what the fuck? Is this real? Is this real? Is this really happening right now? I, I oh, think shit. so. You see the dwarf guy go, what the fuck? And you see him lean down. Okay. Uh, I don't think they're going to feel like they want to forgive us for this. So uh, the count draws his great sword off of his back. He says, you can hang back if you need to. Why are we just, why are we fighting? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, we're a party, man. We follow each other's leads, right? <laughs> Mr. Hyde just like sadly brings out his little mace. Like, I guess if that's what it means to be a party member. <laughs> Go ahead. Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> Five. I also got a five. Oh, yeah. I, oh, plus initiative one. Six, technically. Okay. I got 16. Five total. My God. <laughs> Are we the bad guys? Well, who knows? I mean, maybe they got some, some good loot on them. I bet they do. They're, they're give, giving that, that, that man on the cart a hard time. Yeah. And, and, and maybe he'll show favor so are we just gonna rob these people? I think we're gonna kill them. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Oh my god. First up is the halfling. Oh. She is incredibly hurt. She is so incredibly hurt. Uh, she gets up. Ugh. Ugh. You motherfucker. You think that you can just come up here and she Wait, is she's Russian. at you? <laughs> <laughs> Her screams didn't sound very Russian. Uh, she... <laughs> hard to do an accent to scream. <laughs> okay. She is gonna run up to you and you see her just lash out as she just goes to punch you right in the face. So that is gonna be a, a nine to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Her next one is gonna be, ooh, that's better. That is a 23. Just hits. That one, that's going to be uh, five points of bludgeoning damage to you as she <laughs> misses wide with one and then comes up with the other, gives you a big uppercut right to the bottom of your chin. All right, okay. And she is going to flurry of blows and do one more. Oh, okay. Monica. Yeah. How many key points do they have at level two? And that's going to be an 18 to 18 hit. 18 does hit. Okay. That's going to be another six points of bludgeoning damage to you. And she goes... You motherfuckers want a piece? And you see Senep, it is your turn. Senep's gonna... So she's looking bad. Really bad, yeah. Okay, Senep's just gonna go ahead and cast Infestation. <laughs> that is a uh, they, con save? Or? Uh, yeah, con save. That is a... That's like a 14. It does not save. No. So roll your damage. So. Oh my god. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> One point of poison damage. And she moves... Or it moves. They move five feet north. She moves to the ground as she goes unconscious. Nice. <laughs> that was all it took. She only had the one left. My God. God. Yeah, Is that the end of your turn? How close are the other ones to me? Oh, they're like just off the side of the road. They're mm. like 20 feet away from you guys. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and move behind. I'm just going to move as far away as possible from them. So can move behind me. Yes, I will. can move 30 feet, so I will do that. I will bonus action. Uh, use my sorcery points to recover a spell slot 
Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then that brings us to the elven woman who is going to stand forward. You see she has her hair in a braided ponytail, essentially. A blonde hair, beautiful, like light uh, purple uh, dress as she panics, puts up a hand to... I need a constitution saving throw from you, Dante. Okay. Seven. You are blinded. No! (laughs) As the vision uh, fades from your view, she says, Look, we just, we just wanted to ask some questions. We will be out of your way. Please, let us go. And you two see her start moving uh, back to the village. I I can't see. I can't see. (laughs) What happened? Um, (laughs) The dwarf runs up to the halfling. He leans down. You see he has a low bun of black and uh, like salt and pepper hair uh, with a braided beard as he glow comes from his hand and he does a cure wounds on halfling oh that's a good amount and you see her wake up oh god I'll give you bloody nose. I tear off your face as he is just like, nope, nope. And he's just kind of pulling her away in the direction of the elven woman. Brings us to uh, Mr. Hyde. It seems they are trying to retreat. I don't I don't really want to pursue these guys if, if we don't have to. I mean, they seem like they're nice. They turned off my optics. I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We can't just let that slide. Okay. <laughs> um... And I guess I'm just going to take my mace and try to attack the um, elven lady who blinded. Okay. You run over. She would be... What's your speed? Uh, My speed is 30. Okay. I think you would just be able to reach her. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to make an attack. Yeah. I'm really (laughs) sorry about this. You can't just blind people. I mean, we can't just attack you either randomly. I... This just nobody wins in this situation. You started it. My friend is an acid. Oh dang! I got eighteen on that roll. Oh yeah, that it definitely uh, hits. Eighteen plus four, so that's twenty-two. Okay. Yeah, that definitely. And on top of that, I'm gonna. And I'm really sorry. I just don't want you to get back up. I need you to stay down, and I'm gonna use divine smite now. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so that was a six. Plus, because I my fighting style is dueling, I get to add two bonus damage to that weapon, yes. so that makes it ten. And then I'm gonna extra damage is two d eight. Oh my god! Can <laughs> kill that? She's a wizard. <laughs> She's going to die. That's sixteen. She just drops. She's oh. you just see a crater in the side of her head as she just falls to the ground. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry, you're shorter. In her side, you see, you hear ribs crack as she just falls to the ground. Jesus, Hal, take it easy. She's not real, right? She's not real. This isn't isn't all a dream. This isn't real. See the dwarf go, what the fuck? We're trying to run, man! (laughs) That brings a fun thing. Unfortunately, she's still alive, but uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, Oh, uh, yes, that is Actually, I'm going to go ahead and hop back and yep. disengage. <laughs> or um, with your... I mean, she's unconscious, so she can't oper- oh, attack okay. opportunity. <laughs> I don't think I can really do much more then with my bonus, other than there's... What, I can well, dash away... Isn't Divine Smite a bonus action? Um, no, Divine Smite is not a bonus action. No. So. It's just a thing you do. Wow. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think if... Gosh, I can't remember what the leap was. I don't can't remember if that's a bonus action, but... Uh, the leprin or the lucky footwork, you mean, or the, uh, yeah, the rabbit like, hop yeah. is my bonus action. Okay. Because I can jump a number of feet equal to five times proficiency. Yeah, bonus. so you can jump ten feet back. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, to get closer um, to your party. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'll leap okay. back. Leap back. Uh, that brings us to Count Dante. Unfortunately, blindness is not a concentration spell. So while she's alive, you're still blinded. Okay. Well, it was for a minute. I mean, there's a lot of yelling. Can I use that to like guide me towards them? You can. It will make I can a, just like push you in the right direction with my either hands. just a perception or survival check. This will be just basic bearing. I won't make you have an a- do an action for this. This is just be to get your bearings. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, you get the general direction of sound. You heard the halfling and the dwarf that are a little bit closer to you, but you hear the dwarf saying, like, we're trying to run, and you hear the halfling kind of groggily wake up after being knocked unconscious after the, some of the buzzing of certain bugs, and you hear a cracking of ribs and no more sound from uh, the other woman that you know was there earlier. Okay. I, that you last saw reaching a hand to you. I'm going to try to swing towards where I think bodies are going to be. Go ahead, make an attack roll with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> As uh, 18 to hit. Oh, wait. Sorry. With disadvantage. Yes. All right. 18 for my first roll. Damn. Nine for the second one. Okay. You hear the clang of the shield as something reaches up and you hit off of something metal. Do either of you guys have shields? No. Not on me. <laughs> okay. Then I'm going to action surge and attack again. With disadvantage. Is it with disadvantage? I yeah. just uh, felt, the, uh, felt the contact of... The shield. You this, need to swing yes. a little to your right. <laughs> Hyde's giving me the help action. Stage right. right. To your right. Stage right. Stage right. <laughs> I've never been a stage performer. <laughs> All right. Disadvantage. First one is 21. Second one's 11. No. God. You meet air. Sent up. You just see, like, right next to you, uh, the dwarf and the halfling as they're going away. The dwarf will hold up a shield and then duck out of the way as, as Dante is swinging wildly in your direction. Okay. Dante is at the end of your turn. Sadly, it is. I'm just going to stand my ground. With, like, a fervored look on my face, just, like, sword up, kind of pivoting around, waiting to <laughs> try to get a, another grasp. End of your turn, make another constitution saving throw okay. for me. I think it's the exact same roll that I got the first time. It's the seven. <laughs> you are still blinded. <laughs> that brings us to the top. The halfling, Senip, you see... The halfling is not unconscious. The dwarf here wounds her. She, you see, she kind of staunches herself as she gets up, keeping a very careful eye on you. She is going to spend a key point to patient defense and she is going to run away from you so if you want to take an opportunity attack of opportunity you could but she's going to run directly to the elf and start trying to carry her away is she right next to me she was she went up to next to you to punch you i know but then i moved oh that's right and then she i see i see never mind then she'll just dash in to get the speech needs so yeah so she's just running okay and she goes over to the elven woman is starting to try and like pick her up how far away is she about 60 feet away from you. Okay. I will I will cast Chaos Bolt. Are you casting at the halfling? Yes. Okay. She, uh, this is going to be at disadvantage. What? She has been a key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action. Postures. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 23. Yeah, that's at disadvantage. Yeah, I rolled a 16 and a 20. Jesus. Okay, yeah, that's still a, another 20. Oh my God. <laughs> Sign up for fucking blood right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little better. Uh, 12. 12 points plus, no, it's just the 12 points, and then I guess I will make it psychic damage. Okay. 
flash up. She just screams, and both her and the elf fall again back to the ground as she's trying to carry her away. You hear the dwarf go, What the fuck is wrong with you guys? We won't follow you, I promise. Just stop. The dwarf is going to go over and <laughs> seem to prepare a spell. Not in your direction, but in their direction. You see his hands start to glow, reaching towards them, but looking at you to see if you're going to do anything that brings us to Mr. High. I'll do the same thing. I'm going to charge the dwarf. <laughs> like, I'm still really sorry about this. If, if your friend hadn't blinded my... I know it's... A, it, it, you wrong. shot us with acid, dude! Okay, I don't appreciate the attitude. And I'm going to attack with my mace. Uh, that would be a 20. Dirty 20. Dirty. Yeah, it just hits. Okay, and I as well am going to use... Good. God. Actually, no. I need to be smart about my <laughs> We're just going for it. Um, okay, that's six. Six points. Okay. And I'm going to hop away again for my bonus action. Cool backflip style. Okay. As you... Before you swing, you see one of his hands reach out, touch one of his friends, give them a little boost. It looks like it's the elven woman. And yeah, he's not looking great. Not as bad as like the halfling woman was before, but you get a good wallop on his uh, shoulder. Is at the end of your turn. Yes. And that brings us to Dante. Okay. <laughs> you just hear in the distance. They moved away from me again? <laughs> yes. The, yeah, the dwarves uh, moved away. Okay. I'm going to try to catch up to where they were. Okay. Yep. Uh, you kind of stumble in that direction. <laughs> okay. It's pretty <laughs> concentrated here now. So go ahead. Um, roll a d6 for me. On a five or six, you hit hide. Oh. <laughs> it's a two. All right. Go ahead and make your attack with disadvantage. Okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> Get a little closer. All right. First is a 22. Second roll is a 12. It's not hit. You hit air as you once again, as you hear, oh, I don't, why are they still attacking? They won. I'm trying to leave. You're like, they're just assholes. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, Dante says, we're going for our first team kill. The bloodlust has gotten me. Um, is light a bonus action? No, that is an action to cast. So I just stand there with my sword in my hand, <laughs> End of your turn, looking another, like an asshole. Make another constitution save. <laughs> You'd look cooler if you said those things after successfully hitting them. Twelve. It's not going to do it. You're still blind. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the halfling who is going to... <laughs> Good God. She's used all her key points. <laughs> she better have used her key points. <laughs> She is, man, this really sucks for them. She is, I think actually she got knocked unconscious again. So she, she needs to make a, <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, the, dwarf, <laughs> the dwarf didn't heal her. He, you said he was, the dwarf was healed preparing. Healed Oh, yeah. got it. Which brings it back to you, Senep. Okay, I'll probably just go ahead and cast Infestation on the dwarf. Saving throw. You don't have a restoration or anything? You can't straighten me out? I do not. Natural nine. That's not going to do A nine is not safe. No. There we go. ASMR one of being blind. One, okay. It does one point of poison damage. Nice. And the dwarf moves. Yes. Five feet north. Okay, so away from you. <laughs> Just like, oh my god! It's a bunch of fun stuff. 
you see those bites you have? Little spots of red start appearing as they start drinking his blood and start across the skin. Ah! And he brings us to the elf. She is going to reach a hand out at Hyde and at Dante. She is going to cast sleep. Oh. Who has the lowest amount of hit points? I'm not hurt. I'm, I'm 21. I have 18, so that would be me. Oh. She rolled 17, so it does not affect either of you. That's a bummer. Dang. Hyde, you start to feel yourself get a little woozy, and you kind of have to catch yourself on your back foot as you come back from that feeling. And she's like, oh, shit. And she just continues running. Oh, I don't, I don't think you're going to go get away with that one. <laughs> Is it back to me now? It is not. It is the dwarf's turn, who is also going to start running. Actually, he is going to make a medicine check for that halfling. Succeeds, so she's stabilized. And he, yeah, is just going to hold his crown with his shield over the halfling. And that is going to bring us to you, Mr. Ed. Um, we're still pretty bent, like, bent on defeating these guys, right? Blood loss! <laughs> <laughs> We're just blindly swinging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna run up to the elven lady again. I can't believe you're actually like still walking around. I'm really impressed. Um, under normal circumstances, I think I'd like to buy you a drink, but um, <laughs> and now's not the time for that, I suppose. And I'm gonna try to attack her with my mace again. Oh my god. Uh, fourteen. Um, I believe that is not gonna hit. Yeah, that's not gonna hit. Oh. Just misses. Uh. <laughs> she, hold up. You go to uh, strike, and it looks like a kind of darker, like golden energy where you hit. It looks like it should have made contact, but you see a just golden barrier of energy pop up where your mace had was going to make contact. That's pretty cool. She just. How'd you do that? She just spits blood at you. Oh, I deserve that. Okay. Yeah, maybe I tell you if you don't try to kill me. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, that is the end of my turn. Count on James here. All right, so they're still next to me now, um, right? The, they have... The dwarf and the halfling are still next next to you. The other woman was running. Okay. Is is high around? I'm with... I'm. He ran oh, that's right. to get yes. the okay. woman. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess I'm just going to keep swinging. <laughs> still a disadvantage. Yeah, first one's a 23. 18 for the second. That is going to miss. Oh. <laughs> Actually, because it's going to depend. Um, roll uh, um, a d6. Uh, three, four, uh, sorry, four, five, six. It hits the dwarf and it's going to miss. Two. Okay, so you feel... Your sword sink into something as the halfling fails to death saving throws. Is that killer? She got one more. Okay, all right. I got something. Dante just tries, he like wrenches his sword out of the meat that he landed. He's uh, just screaming, oh my God. And I think I got another one right here too. We're still doing this, right? Halfling dies. <laughs> you see, uh, Senate. Does that mean we get her, her, oh, wait, her coin, her mm-hmm. unity? Senate. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, save. 11. Okay, yeah, you're still blind. Senate, you're the only one who sees uh, the halfling. Uh, she bleeds out onto the road. You see the dwarf's face uh, pale and panic as he tries to, like, try and put some of her intestines back <laughs> into her body. And 
he's uh, trying to reach out, but no magic is coming anymore. He is spent. And you see... It's actually a horror game. (laughs) You see her skin go pale. And unlike a lot of the other things that you've attacked here, Mm -hmm. she does not disintegrate into pixelation or into ash or any kind. Her body remains. Okay. But that it brings us to your turn. Um, Did we just take a real life? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure you can only do that on the dark servers. Uh, (laughs) Troy or Senep is going to cast Infestation on the Dwarf. Oh my god. For five. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, that's another. No, that fails. Okay, great. Five points of poison. And then the dwarf will move five feet south. Okay. So he's pulled closer to you. Okay. As he's just kind of claws at the ground, streaks of bloody finger, nail like <laughs> grooves in it, just like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's in your direction. You see his feet like flying in the air. Make it stop. I just wanted to heal people. That brings us to the help. <laughs> Take the dodge action and keep running. <laughs> Heidi get an attack of opportunity, but a disadvantage because she took the dodge action if you like to take one. I can attack her? Yeah, as your okay. reaction. I don't think I've seen what's happened <laughs> over here, so you that hasn't screaming. registered yet. You heard the screaming, but you have to I heard seen. the screaming. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't wait. <laughs> I'll take a swing. What is this? Just like an attack? Yeah, but at disadvantage because she took the dodge action. Oh, okay. 17. That uh, would hit. You see, she, as she runs, this time she lashes out a hand and an even bigger sphere of golden energy just shoots up in front of her instead of the contact that would you, the closer contact you made before. This one is a lot farther from her and more forced, but she looks exhausted. That looks like that was the lash she had as she continues to run away from you. Oh. Okay. That brings us to the dwarf who is gonna do only thing he can do and just wildly try and lash out at Senep with a sacred flame. It's gonna be a dexterity saving throw from you. Okay. Uh nineteen. That saves. <laughs> just, cool. <laughs> just so this half-hearted <laughs> like Ralphie from Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> steams off of you and your naturally moistened dry skin. And that brings us to Hyde. <laughs> um, these guys were not. This is fine, right? Catch your eye. <laughs> Kill. Um, okay. What's your speed again? In for a penny, in for a pass. Yeah, so you can keep it. He's still 30, like, look. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, that is a nine. <laughs> this is... By now, you're about 90 feet from your party or so. You're just running away chasing after her. <laughs> and I'm still following her guys. <laughs> Just do your best. <laughs> God. <laughs> so blind right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, with the knowledge that this elf is far away, mm-hmm. I am going to pull out my crossbow and 
try to take a take a shot where okay. I think they'll be. Okay, roll a d6 for me <laughs> on a four through six. <laughs> you hit high. Oh. <laughs> ah. It's four. Roll a hit. <laughs> <laughs> A disadvantage. <laughs> uh, this person was 17. I just, I... That would have hit if it were. <laughs> 16 is the second one. Um, It matches my armor class. Do you have a shield? I don't. I have just the chain mail. Okay. Think... Then that just hits. <laughs> oh, okay. I do have a shield. Okay. Then that but in... I don't think it was you. I wasn't. Do I have to equip the shield in order for it to wield? Like, do I have to intentionally say I'm wielding it? I it's a gray area. Yeah, I typically, personally, I typically assume you guys, like, getting into battle, like, you have your shield equipped, you draw out your mace. Like, those are easy object interactions that you can do. Okay. Um, so, if, like, you have your shield out, I would allow that. Uh, that would just be the differentiation for, like, wielding your mace as, like, two-handed or one-handed. Okay. If I think the, a mace is a versatile weapon. Like, Got it. Um, but yeah, so up to you if you were, I mean, again, if you think, if you I think, were wielding I the shield. I think in this moment earlier I had running. established I was not holding my shield. Okay. So I think I need to be honest with myself okay. here and say Then that, that just, it's really your damage, right? <laughs> uh, it's five points of piercing damage. Oh! <laughs> Did I get her? Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck? <laughs> you just hear a little whimper in the background. Hi, you look in that direction. You just see a, you just see a bloody mess on the road behind you, and Count Dante wildly aiming a crossbow. And I'm still blind. And what is happening? Stepping in that direction, Dante, you hear a little as you step in something. <laughs> oh, did it rain? <laughs> Ground's wet. Watch your footing, boys. <laughs> Uh, to another constitution saving throw. Oh, I just rolled it. I, I'm still blind. Good God. And then Halfling is dead. Senep, it's your turn. Okay. Um, just another infestation because yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, oh, he, natural 18. I think he succeeds. That does succeed. It <laughs> so, does succeed. At this point, he's trying to like rip off some of the parasites that have latched onto him. Just see tears streaming down his face. <laughs> and he's trying to claw himself away (laughs) (laughs) the elven woman is going to just take a full dash action she's just gonna keep running that means you have one more attack of opportunity on her hide okay this one not at disadvantage she's just trying to get away so i gotta (laughs) re-roll i bounced right out of the box uh so that is a 17 that's gonna hit her she's got nothing left go ahead roll damage uh it's four Okay, she's still up. She is sprinting. Brings us to Dwarven Gentleman, who's just going to do another Sacred Flame at you, Senna. That's okay. a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 21. She's crying. <laughs> no, that saves. <laughs> and uh, he just gets up and just starts running. Okay. And that brings us to Mr. Hyde. Okay. Still dashing. She is about 60 feet away from you now. She took the dash action. So you're either going to have to dash to catch up to her, but you won't get an attack. So up to you, basically, if you want to keep her. She took the risk of damage to get farther away from you. So it's up to you if you want to keep pursuing or if you want to get back to the rest of your group. You got a bow? You got a bow? (laughs) She's 60 feet away from me? She is. 
All right, perfect. I'm going to use one of my spell slots to cast command. Okay. <laughs> Is Which is a range of 60 feet. Jeez. The wisdom save for her? Yes. Wisdom save of it's 8 plus my proficiency bonus plus charisma modifier. She rolls a natural 19. Oof. Okay. Yep. No, that definitely save. saves. All right. You reach out your influence. She, she just keeps running. Uh, well. And I, there's no chance I can dash and catch up at this point with her. Uh, you could catch up. You just wouldn't be able to attack. All right. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to run after her. Or actually, because you used your action. Sorry. You used your action to cast command. So you would not be able to catch her. So I wouldn't be able to run and then bonus action dash? You Do you have a bonus action to dash? Because that's usually a rogue thing. Oh, you have cunning I didn't action. that was a rogue thing. Yeah. Specific cunning oh. action or other feature or ability by something. Uh, by other things. Mm. All right. Never mind. Okay. She is running. The dwarf is going to dash and keep running. Hide that brings us, or sorry, uh, he was already doing that. Count Dante that brings us to you. She is over the threshold for your crossbow by this point. 320 feet for your, I mean, you've already been doing it with disadvantage, so I guess you could still shoot for disadvantage, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm keep firing. <laughs> okay, roll that d6 again. So four to six was it the elf, high. right? No, yeah, it's a six. <laughs> roll it. Okay, right. well, yeah, the first roll is a uh, six. Okay. Good. You're peeing <laughs> off of some metal. What? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm Our hitting something. For your constitution saving throw. Finally. It, 19. Your vision comes back to you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You see, you're standing in a bloody mess Ugh. of a half leg. My <laughs> new armor. I just kind of drag my foot in the dirt trying to get the, the, <laughs> the mess off of my new shiny armor. And you see off in the distance the elf running and the dwarf running. Which brings us to Senep. Well, how far away are they? The dwarf is about 75 feet away. Yeah. Halfling is, by this point, about 100 feet. 40, well, 100... Oh, 90 wait. plus... 150 is where she would be. 150, yeah. Because mm -hmm. she was in it, and then, yeah, she went sick. Senate just speaks and says, uh, well, I guess it's up to up to Hal now. I, <laughs> I'm not going to run that far. You mean Mr. Hyde? <laughs> or, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Hyde. I don't know his name. <laughs> we don't know each other's names yet? Don't. That is personal information you can share with members of your party if you should decide to allow that or change yep. your uh, private, uh, privacy settings. But then you leave that. Uh, dwarf and elf continue to run and dash. Hi, the elf is about, you move 30 feet. She's about 90 feet from you now. How committed are we to this cause, you guys? <laughs> I'm not running anymore. <laughs> I think I can hit the dwarf one. Where's still. the dwarf at? So he's about... Because I'm 90 feet out. So is, is Yeah, so he... he's about like 25 feet behind you. Okay. I'm going to run towards the dwarf. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Uh, can you tell your friend to stop? And um, as I do that, I am going to attack. <laughs> Roll the hit. That's uh, a 15. That misses. He just glances off with a shield. It's just... Ah! I just continues running. Dante, it's your turn. Okay. Is so? Is he still within short range? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Dante now having his eyes back. <laughs> yeah. Steely look of determination comes over his face. He trains his crossbow on the little dwarf fleeing, <laughs> and he shoots wide. <laughs> Misses and I'm not really good with this. I'm more of a sword guy. <laughs> it's your turn. 
Uh, Senate's just hanging out again. Okay, hide. Um, they are still running. Uh, you know what? Actually, Senep is going to go up to the, the halfling bloody mess and uh, do an investigation check. Okay, go ahead and roll investigation. Dang. Uh, eight. On eight, you see as you rifle through her belongings, she doesn't have anything on her body. But you do on an eight. Well, that's an eight, so no, that's all you find. Okay. Never mind. It's sounding promising. Sorry. For a moment. She's got nothing. Shoot dang. That's all I got. It's my turn. All right. And then they're going to keep running. A hide. You can take an attack of opportunity if you wish. The dwarf is going to run away from yep, you. Yeah, I'm going to take the attack. Okay, Still attack bunny mode here. Yeah. <laughs> I think his armor class is 20. Big shot. Point yeah. teeth. Uh, so that is a 15 for the attack of opportunity. That misses. And he keeps running. And so they are getting distance now. He is an additional 50 feet away from you. And she is. So just, he dashed. Yeah. Okay, I don't have any ranged weapons, so... Guys, I think I think I'm gonna have to throw in the towel here. What's the move speed? It's move speed of a horse. (laughs) 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 Riding horse, yeah, 60 feet. Is that all? That kind of seems slow. If they dash, it's 120 feet in a round. What do you want from these horses? How far away are these guys? The closest one? 125 from you. If the horse dashes, do... Does that count as my action? Off of the wagon? Like, it, it's saying, like, if I got a hold of a horse <laughs> and it dashed, is that using my action for it to dash? I think I would have you make a check and see where it goes from there. Like, how, if it just, if it still, if it'll listen to you. How's the old guy, how's he looking in, oh, in reaction? Appa- appalled. His face is white. <laughs> he is just mouth open, just not saying, he's just like, his reins are like right up next to his face, trying not to say anything <laughs> to not get attention. Okay, here's, here's my move. So... Count Dante is a fighter, and his background is a gladiator. And as a gladiator, he has the feature, or trait, rather, by popular demand. And so I'm going to, Count's going to walk up to the old man and say, Old fellow, I am a bit of a performer myself. I think that perhaps I might be able to lend you some sort of entertainment after all of this nasty business is taken care of. If you might feel comfortable lending me your horse for just a moment, I'll give it back after after I'm done. Make a persuasion check. With advantage. I'm going to say uh, just a straight roll because he saw you murder a lady <laughs> <laughs> with no warning. Persuasion? Yeah. 15? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, well, it's uh, pretty hitched into this wagon. So uh, as long as you promise not to cut my hands off. And he just tosses the reins over to you. Okay, so I want to do the horse dash. Yep, go ahead and make an animal handling check. All right, come on, baby. I'm blind for half this fight. <laughs> it's a 12. Okay, this is a well-trained horse, so you hop on the horse and just start booking it. Okay. I'm going to say, for the purposes of this, <laughs> this on horseback, the whole wagon's coming with you, but it is easy enough for you to track these people down. <laughs> and uh, just slay them in the street and come back with that kind of speed. Okay. If you so choose. Well, yeah, that's definitely what I would, would want to do. Um, uh, so if they're just done for, then yeah, I'm going to throw, throw their corpses in the back of the wagon and okay. and uh, make my way back to... I'll, I'll pick up Hyde along the way. Very casually, like the, the carriage is just kind of like moving at a, a gentle pace. Yep. I'm sitting next to the, the old man. Somehow I've gotten a sprig of uh, grass in my mouth. And I'm just kind of like clopping on it. 
<laughs> you, All right. You just see. You're right there, buddy. Dante, race off. Body parts go flying. <laughs> corpse parts get picked up and just, yeah, casually coming back in your direction. I... <laughs> I have some words for the team. <laughs> All right, well, hop in. Let's go pick up Senep, and then we can keep going. Okay. Keep going to look for that uh, uh, that item, I guess. When I hop in, I do want to investigate the bodies. Do I have to roll for that? Yeah, go for it. Make an investigation check for me. That was my investigation. Not good. Uh, you hop into the back. You see the pieces of the corpses left there, and you see the old man just in the corner of the wagon. Hello. It's a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. You, um, looking around, the dwarf has what looks like a component pouch, so just a belt of little components used for spell casting. Pretty simple stuff. He has a, he has <laughs> a uh, mace on his hip that he never got to use. He has his shield, his very small but bulky plate armor, and you see he has what looks like a pouch uh, on the side of his belt that as you open it, you see a screen pop up as you gain access to a percentage of his inventory based on the investigation score that you rolled. There is potentially what you could take with a 15. So you could get, this would be, you would be able to get 200 unity that you could take from this guy. Okay. And you see a bunch of just typical explorer's kit, basic equipment. You see there's some extra rations in there. It looks like there's a couple extra cinnamon rolls. There's a couple extra, what looks like a pot of like, or a bowl of uh, stew and some cutlery. What looks like basically chef's tools. You see in there, there's also one little potion. Oh, okay. It is a bubbly, like a little red potion. Okay, yep. I'm gonna snag the unity and the potion. 200 unity and a basic healing potion for ya. Okay. And then um I got to ask too, why are why aren't these bodies disappearing? Oh, I think they were real player characters. What? Yeah. Did I we, mean, what did you think? Did we, we just kill people? Did I don't think it did works I, that just, way. Did, 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 I, I, they probably I, just got booted off of the game. Yeah, maybe their bodies stay there, but when they regenerate, they have to start over uh, with a new character. Okay, I, I hope. Okay, um, hmm. look, I'm not happy about what happened here. Okay, what happened here? You just I'm we just hit. attacked with with no recourse, just just without any conversation. They were hassling this, this polite old man, and you. I say pointedly at Dante, you managed to mess me up earlier today, and yet, A, where were you? Where did you show up this whole fight? You had to be blinded the whole time. But on top of that, you had to hit me with your arrow. Do You, you probably don't even know. It hurt. Dante okay. holds a finger up and he says, actually, it was a crossbow bolt, not an arrow. I don't <laughs> care. For a moment, Hyde, go ahead and make just a, just roll a d20 and add your wisdom modifier for me. All right, that's 17. You, as you say that you were blind the whole time, your voice almost catches in your throat as you almost oh. think back to your own real world experience. <laughs> Um, I I know it's really hard when suddenly you don't have that kind of what you're used to having there. Um. Yeah. Um, uh, are you okay? I'm fine. Um. Just I um. You I, can see now, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I can see. Okay. I'm okay. I, I I'm sorry for the crossbow bolt. That was just yeah. I probably shouldn't have taken that shot. And you just. You told me that you were smart 
And that wasn't a smart decision to make. You're right. You're right. I mean, I'm smart. Yes. Wise varies from moment to moment. Um, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yes, sir. sir. Yes. You, sir. I actually had a question. Um, yes. Do you have any uh, healing potions or or sort of... I am a simple uh, merchant who brings uh, wares of clothing and food between this town and the next uh, Senep is gonna I, hold up his hand with like an infestation ready to go. You have I nothing. Do not know. <laughs> oh, I get paid upon delivery, good sir. I do not. Um, you said you'd give my horse back. Can I please? I promise I won't say anything of this matter if you let me live. But do you have anything for that I could they could use here? If you want some food, I guess. Will it heal me? Your soul, maybe. Oh my. <laughs> Send him cast infestation. <laughs> I, I think that Dante's got to step in front of that because he, he, he promised this guy that he would do him no harm. Yeah, go ahead. So I guess I'll roll the con save. Make, actually. If, if that's possible. Go ahead, um, make uh, just an attack roll, like an unarmed strike. Okay, just plus my strength. Uh, yes, strength and proficiency. Oh, that's 11. What is your armor class? Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, you try to swat his hand out of the way and set up still gets all the <laughs> Jesus, set up. That's a six. <laughs> no. Um, so how much damage? Uh, three points of, of poison. And then... Oh, my God. Uh, what's four? He moves five feet, five feet uh, west. So does he does he fall off the carriage? Well, hold on. Let me make sure he's not dead. Take fall off the fall. What? Okay, so he's not quite dead. Uh, oh, wait. Nope. Sorry. He's dead. Uh, uh, you... Uh, <laughs> these flies. Sorry. You just oh. see flesh strip from bonus. <laughs> and his skeleton crumples to the floor of the wagon and can stays I, there. Can oh. I... Um, like pull the curtain real quick behind me. It has me a covered so, top, like it has so like that, the old western uh, maybe kind of covered. Yeah, uh, <laughs> obscures, uh, yeah. hides vision of what just happened. <laughs> what happened up there? <laughs> uh, you know, I think it was just his time to go. Looks like we got a free horse. And, yeah, we got a carriage too. So let's uh, let's check out. I think and see this what we got solved here. our 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 travel problems a little bit. Although I can't help but feel like criminals in this moment that's okay um but i'm not really sure what morality is in this game so well i'm I'm not gonna dwell on it too much i had a fancy little little feature in my in my uh character selection menu um i picked the the pirate background so (laughs) small crimes are not reported whenever i commit them would you and i I cut my hand around my mouth and I said, murder of an old man? I, I, I mean, I don't know. Small he, wasn't a big, he wasn't a big old man, so... <laughs> he was a nuisance. <laughs> was a, all right, well... I, I want to investigate the... the we'll just carriage. call it a gray area. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and roll an investigation for the wagon. The horse is just standing still. You guys are in the middle of the road. You start seeing another group of people kind of slowly making their way. They're far off yeah. uh, down the road. Hi, what's that direction. egg doing? Uh, seven. Just food and clothing. That's all you can find. I'm gonna take just some in of little the food crates. Yeah. And eat it. It just looks like basic raw materials like wheat, some flour, and there's some vegetables in there. All right, I'll take a bite of a carrot if yeah. that is there. Yep. Okay. Well, back when I had 18 health <laughs> and two spell slots left to use. <laughs> 
the egg is still saying, go to the right of where we saw these people. And now, now look at us. Now we're, we're battered. I've used some of my spells and we have a quest. No, two quests that are expiring in God knows how many hours. He quickly glances at his, uh... The, the watch to see what's the hour time, how many hours you have You can have left. go back to your focal screen and see the yeah. time and, yeah, real world time. Yeah. It's only been, it's been about uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, we have wasted two and a half hours. <laughs> really? Since oh, you spent like about an minutes. hour and a half, like, you, you guys were traveling for about an hour. Okay. And then okay. you're doing a couple extra stuff for about another hour. Uh, and then that extra 30 minutes, like, going to the flint and steel and, like, your little scuffle. Okay, got it. Well, now we can get to where we yeah, need to go. Yeah, we got plenty of time. And, we we uh, can get there even faster now. Uh, Dante cracks the reins on the the horse in the direction that he thinks that the egg was yeah. suggesting. I said, if you want to, you can take another little nap in the back of the carriage there. I'm definitely going to need a nap. Do you grab the halfling's body and put that in the carriage as Oh, well? yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Scoop up the, the mushy remains of the halfling. Oh, come on. Just take her bag. That's going to start smelling. I empty out a flower sack and kind of just drag my hand across the ground and I feel like we should at least and... bury them you turn her into like a doe okay? oh, oh no <laughs> I think I've got a bit of a roux going here <laughs> a roux. <laughs> we could throw this over a fire <laughs> having half them for dinner I mean it's not cannibalism they're not the same not the same species, species. I need some quiet time. <laughs> well, grab 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 a slice of carriage back there, and maybe a flour sack for a pillow. You're good to go. Okay, I'll I'll just hey, do you want to give me that egg so I can keep track of? I've already going? told you where you need to go. Just wake me up if you want to know what direction to go. All in right, all right. All after right. an hour, fair enough. Yeah. So Dante just goes and, whoosh, and keeps the keeps the carriage dry and driven towards where we were thinking we needed to head for the our scouring journey. That was a little bit of a misadventure now, wasn't it? <laughs> I guess Dante says to himself, since his party members are in the back of the carriage sleeping. You continue along the road for a little bit and then start heading off right. It looks like there's a little path that goes, not an official road, but it is like well-trodden. It seems the couple wagons have gone off this way, maybe to cut across to go to the other road further east that might meet up with it. But essentially you travel along this way and I would like everybody who, actually, if you two are in the back, I'll just have Dante, you make a perception check for me. Can I make a perception check with disadvantage? Sure. <laughs> I got a 21. Alrighty. You kind of try to stand, get your bearings in the wagon. Uh, Senna, if you slip on a little halfling <laughs> intestine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why did we take this? <laughs> I just thought it was better to not leave it on the main road. With a 21. We could toss it in a bush somewhere. We'll now, have to I guess. probably burn it. Or that. We don't want any town folk getting suspicious. Dante, with a 21. Ooh. Uh, you see another wagon coming in your direction. And Hyde, are you awake? <laughs> Thought they draws his sword again. <laughs> Hyde, are you awake at this point? How long has it been? In? Oh, because yes. we, we were short resting. Oh, you're short. Yes, there have been plenty of time for that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, then Hyde should be awake, right? Okay. And for also the record, during a short rest, you don't have to sleep the entire time. You can still be awake. It's just like putting effort into healing yourself, like wrapping bandages, like cleaning wounds, making sure that you're still. I see. Checking in like, on your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Am I okay with this? <laughs> Bisecting. <laughs> Convincing yourself that oh, we were just on the road and this is a video game. So I, I am okay with this. So I short rested too then? I would say uh, you probably would not because you were actively driving the wagon. Um, but you two get a short rest if you would like. Dante, you though see another wagon. Okay. This one is a little bit bigger. It looks like it's dually stacked like towards the front. Uh, so there's just a basic wagon with a canvas covering and then another like upper like shelled area. It looks like what might be a chest of some kind or what might be just an additional trunk that is lashed over and also covered in canvas. You see that this wagon is by another, driven by another man. Two horses just kind of whistling his way. Uh, oh, I thought you meant the horses road. were whistling. Wow. We picked the wrong carriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see this gentleman is in a quilted green and brown vest, buttoned together, pretty well-off commoner's clothes, making his way as he kind of waves a little bit of signalment to you in that direction. You make out that the canvas covers look very well patterned down, like tied extremely tight. You see okay. one of the corners start to loosen a little bit, almost as if the rope is moving on its own. And you see it start, the canvas itself pop off and start kind of blowing in the wind just slightly. Okay. Can I make out what's underneath? You cannot, but because you got a 21, right in that area, as you get a little bit closer to the wagon, you see little scratch marks just start to appear going up to that part of the canvas. Um, you see those grooves kind of being etched into the wood of the wagon. All right. And, and what, who's driving this thing? You. Oh, sorry. The other wagon. <laughs> Just another uh, gentleman. Kind of looks like it is mid-40s. Human? Yes. Okay. I, I throw a hand up in response to him and I say, Hail, traveler. Mm. Hail, uh, fellow merchant, I suppose. Uh, what brings you out on the streets today? Fair oh, trade, I suppose. Well, I'm actually um, providing... Uh, guard service for this carriage unfortunately i i see a capable fellow like yourself and you both hear this talking happening as this a gentleman starts getting some wagon gets closer <laughs> yes my um, um, we should probably cover up these bodies just in case senep is gonna just <clears throat> senep responds to mr hyde you know what that's probably a good idea i'm gonna go out and see what's going on and uh Sam is gonna. Wait, you're just leaving me to do this then? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, employers are in the back of the carriage right now, just and getting um, some much needed rest. But I, I I've wanted you to know there's a appears to be something crawling around in the back of your wagon there. What? And he just kind of looks around. Dante, you start seeing that as the scratch mark kind of seemed to fade you see as i as he turns his head around to look i was going to use like the maybe like the hilt of my sword to bonk him in the back of the head and try to knock him unconscious senep sees this and wants to simultaneously cast infestation (laughs) so we don't have to kill it roll a hit for your great sword and this will be non-lethal damage. So would you consider this a surprise attack with which I would have advantage? Uh, yeah, yes, I would. This is not expected. Thank God. All oh. right, 22. Yes, it's a right, so good I, roll. All right. This will be bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning for the with of the your intention blood. of just yes. subduing him. Uh, 11 points of damage. You see him go, oh, and fall over <laughs> the, the, 
entire portion of the wagon just kind of slump. They're like, oh. <laughs> Over. Am I I'm able to? What happened to the guy? It kind of got quiet up there. Uh, I He's think he got a little sleepy. There's no point. Senna <laughs> <laughs> puts his his flea away in his, in his jar of fleas. Right. There. Uh, so I'll, I guess Dante will then rein in his horse. You know, I assume that they, both the carriages were stopped during that conversation. You could, yes. Um, as you kind of make an animal handling check for me. Now we got two horses. <laughs> you got three total. The three. other cart had two horses on it. Oh, so we're booking. Oh my. Um, we each get our own horse. Better than I did last time. Okay. Twelve. Yeah, or easy, thirteen. Easy enough. You can lean down and uh, stop the other two horses. As you notice, um, the canvas stays very minimally open to that little corner. You see it rustle a little bit, but then you see about you see about seven other small depressions in the grass. All variously, uh huh. Around the carriage, mm hmm. Starting to approach it. Oh, uh, 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 guys, there's uh, uh, something invisible out here, and it's got seven legs. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> they all they look separate. Like there's like two depressions coming from the north, a couple from different directions. Almost. It's like... a fourteen-legged beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have those in this game. I don't, I don't know. Oh man. Um, Senep is going to cast a spell. You start pointing them out. You see how that big are these these depressions? They're very small. They're like about. Uh, do they look like footprints or paw prints or? They kind just of just indentations. <clears throat> kind of just like smooth indentations, but they are very small. They look about because you rolled so high. They look about some look very round, like about the palm of your hand, a smooth depression that way. Some of them look very small. <laughs> some of them look very small, like little feet. Senate on the little foot depressions. Mm -hmm. It's gonna cast mold earth to make it difficult terrain. Okay, you see the earth start to little pieces of like the rocks like kind of get slicker along it you start seeing like algae kind of growing on some of it and the grass kind of almost liquefies as it becomes slippery and this creature you kind of start seeing a little bit more the ground beneath it kind of starts turning to mud almost like little footprints being left as they slowly start to continue making their way and try to go out of this little patch of uh, difficult terrain. Yep, someone's definitely here. Let me consult the egg and see if it's anything we should, you know, if we can just... If we need to be in their direction. The egg is hot to the touch. Oh, oh. In that direction of the other wagon. Well, a hot dog, whatever that is. Um, I don't know if those exist anymore, but <laughs> I, um, I think we're supposed to investigate what's in this wagon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess I'll just jump over. I don't have to touch the ground. So how about that? I'm going to just like work my way up to the front and then jump myself over to this other wagon. Yeah, I mean, as a reminder, because the Scour the Lowlands quest, like, trade caravans were being robbed. And they were like, they the objective was to find the mysterious vagabonds that were impeding deliveries being made on the trade routes. So this is where the egg led you. And you are jumping on the other wagon, was that correct? Yes. Okay. You land on the taut canvas, a little bit of give in that one corner. And as you do... I need you to... 16? That is a 19. I need, you, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for Dude. me. Ugh, that's a 9. Oh, okay, you take 6 points of piercing damage. Oh. And 6 more points of poison damage. Oh, no. You have become poisoned. Uh -huh. As you all see apparating on the back of Hyde's ankle, little depressions in the canvas... 
very quickly up to the back of his leg and you see appearing teeth gnashing into his tendon. A little somewhat bipedal reptilian kind of looking creature with smooth green skin, black bulbous eyes on either side of its head, two little black horns, and dark black claws on its hands and feet, with a slightly paler belly, gnashing into his teeth. You start seeing blood drip down Hyde's leg, and you start seeing his veins start turning a deep black coloration as they crawl up the side of his uh, calf. Huh. Well, he's a rabbit, so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can we see it through his fur? It's, it's that powerful, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> oh, uh, that I don't want any part of that. <laughs> uh, you need to make a part of it. You start seeing Dante, especially you. You start seeing another depression. Just appear closer to hide, not right next to him, but on the other corner of the wagon, and then another. And you start seeing those depressions getting closer and closer to the wagon. You start hearing. <laughs> All right, well, Dante's saw what happened to Hyde and he's not going to mess around with these little creatures, so he's pulling out his sword and going to pulling out your sword. start attacking. Pulling out your sword, Hyde, I assume pulling out your mace, trying to shake this thing off of your leg. Senep, readying some magic, I presume. Um, more like my crossbow. Crossbow, okay. More damage. As you all prepare yourselves for this unseen threat and this strange creature that has seemed to apparate up next to Mr. Hyde, that's where we're going to end this session. <laughs> Always doing that. Man, I am not going to do well in this fight. This is not good. Welcome back, everyone. You've just heard the fifth episode of Forever 20's Dystopium Campaign. I know, there's been a lot of radio silence lately. It's been a couple of weeks, nay, months, since our last release. I appreciate everybody's patience. It's mainly just a confluence of poor timing, bad scheduling, lots of exams. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a big couple of weeks. But we're going to keep trying to pump episodes out and... My promise to you, dear listener, is that come the new year, we will be on a more consistent schedule, striving once again for that ever-fabled, always-promised, every-two-week schedule. So until then, hang in there with us. We'll be pumping out episodes as often as we can. I'm not going to commit us to a schedule like I did last time and then let us fall short of that. So best I can offer is stick around and every now and then see an episode pop up. Then come 2024... You are going to be so inundated, so utterly tired of seeing regular programming from your Forever 20 D&D podcast group that you'll just have to tell other people so that they can listen to it and take some of the burden off of your shoulders. But until then, hang in there, spread the good word. Well, the good word is Forever 20 D&D. I don't know about any other good words, but spread our good word. Hang in there with us, and we'll see you next time for Forever 20's Dystopium Campaign.